Faith, Hope and Love, episode 171, the 19th Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year C. The story of Abraham is extraordinary, because even without seeing the promise fulfilled, Abraham never stopped believing in God's promise. Abraham trusted in the promise. He expected its fulfilment, and he lived it as a deep truth, even though he would not see the promise completely fulfilled in his lifetime. Abraham is a wonderful model of faith. He didn't need to see it fulfilled or hold it in his own hands in order to set his life according to the promise. God's word was enough for him. When Jesus says God is pleased to give us the kingdom, is that good enough for us? Or will we cling to different backups, material comforts, or bury our hearts along with them? God is faithful to his promise to us. Our Lord fulfills these promises and assures us that we are truly beloved children of God. We are truly heirs to God's kingdom. We believe in this and we live in this promise. This is Faith, Hope and Love. People face to face, no longer partly, but fully known and loved. For faith, hope, and love abide, and the greatest one is love. Look to your covenant, O Lord. And forget not the life of your poor ones for ever. Arise, O God, and defend your cause, and forget not the cries of those who seek you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone, and may our Lord's gift of dignity and community enliven us all on this 19th Sunday of the year. Today we unite our mind and heart to reflect upon the Holy Scriptures. As we prepare to celebrate the Paschal Mysteries, let us admit our failings and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Lord Jesus, you raise us to new life. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you forgive us our sins. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you feed us with your body and blood. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. 
thanks for your great glory. Lord God, heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, whom, taught by the Holy Spirit, we dare to call our Father, bring, we pray, to perfection in our hearts the spirit of adoption as your sons and daughters, that we might merit to enter into the inheritance which you have promised. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. Chapter 18, verses 6 to 9. The night of the deliverance from Egypt was made known beforehand to our ancestors, so that they might rejoice in sure knowledge of the oaths in which they trusted. The deliverance of the righteous and the destruction of their enemies were expected by your people. For by the same means by which you punished our enemies, you called us to yourself and glorified us. For in secret the holy children of good people offered sacrifices, and with one accord agreed to the divine law so that the saints would share alike the same things, both blessings and dangers, and already they were singing the praises of the ancestors. The Word of the Lord Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. They are happy whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord, the Lord is our help and our shield. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. 
Happy the people the Lord has chosen to be his own. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Chapter 11, verses 1 to 2 and 8 to 19. Brothers and sisters, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Indeed, by faith our ancestors received approval. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to set out for a place that he was to receive as an inheritance, and he set out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed for a time in the land he had been promised, as in a foreign land, living in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who were heirs with him of the same promise. For Abraham looked forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. By faith Sarah herself, though barren, received power to conceive, even when she was too old, because she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one person, and this one as good as dead, descendants were born, as many as the stars of heaven, and as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. All of these died in faith without having received the promises, but from a distance they saw and greeted them. They confessed that they were strangers and foreigners on the earth, for people who speak in this way make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of the land that they had left behind, they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. Indeed, he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac. He who had received the promise was ready to offer up his only begotten son, of whom he had been told, It is through Isaac that descendants shall be named for you. Abraham considered the fact that God is able even to raise someone from the dead, and figuratively speaking, he did receive Isaac back. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia Keep awake and be ready for you know not when the Son of Man is coming. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Chapter 12, verses 32 to 48. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give alms. Make purses for yourselves that do not wear out, an unfailing treasure in heaven, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be dressed for action and have your lamps lit, be like those who are waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet, so that they may open the door for him as soon as he comes and knocks. 
Blessed are those slaves whom the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, he will fasten his belt and have them sit down to eat, and he will come and serve them. If he comes during the middle of the night or near the dawn and finds them so, blessed are those slaves. But know this, if the owner of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. Peter said, Lord, are you telling this parable for us or for everyone? And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and prudent manager whom his master will put in charge of his slaves to give them their allowance of food at the proper time? Blessed is that slave whom his master will find at work when he arrives. Truly I tell you, he will put that one in charge of all his possessions. But if that slave says to himself, My master is delayed in coming, and if he begins to beat the other slaves, men and women, and to eat and drink and get drunk, the master of that slave will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour that he does not know, and will cut him in pieces, and put him with the unfaithful. That slave who knew what his master wanted, but did not prepare himself, or do what was wanted, will receive a severe beating. But the one who did not know, and did what deserved a beating, will receive a light beating. From every one to whom much has been given, much will be required. And from the one to whom much has been entrusted, even more will be demanded. The Gospel of the Lord I remember once when I was having lunch at a cafe, and at the end of lunch I went up to pay, and as I was walking away, the bloke behind the counter absent-mindedly said, Enjoy the rest of your life. I think he meant, enjoy the rest of your day. But goodness me, it made me smile. And it gave me a bit of a surprise too. I thought to myself, I hope he doesn't know something I don't. But in some way, we all should not only enjoy the rest of our lives, but even more importantly, cherish our lives each day. Savour the lives of those around us. Deeply acknowledge with gratitude in our hearts, with appreciation and reverence, the beautiful and fragile gift of life that we've all been given. And be quite intentional about putting this gift of our lives at the service of the Gospel which is Christ's gospel of life and love. Being prepared, as the readings remind us this weekend, is not merely being ready for the end of our lives, but it's also about being ready to respond wherever and whenever God is at work in our lives. And God's always at work in our lives. God wants us to be able to leap up and join in at any time when God is working away at something here and now. How prepared am I? And how does my awareness of the need to always be ready to respond to our Master affect my everyday actions, choices, behaviour and priorities? It reminds us of the sobering meaning of making us think about what we want to achieve in this life because time is comparatively short. There's only a relatively limited time to build upon the things that really last. Even for people who live very long and healthy lives, time goes by very fast, 
and 100 years is really not that long a time. So for everyone, time is to be savoured. The readings today focus on two major themes, faith and readiness. Faith is about putting our trust and belief into something even if we can't see the results now or in the near future. Faith allows us to keep going forward according to our vision and values even when the goal seems quite out of sight and even at times when the prize seems unlikely to be achieved. The second reading reminds us of Abraham, our father in faith, who trusted completely in God's promise, even though he did not live to see the full results of it. But God kept his promise, and Abraham trusted in this promise and was rewarded. So too with Moses. Moses is promised by God that God will always be with him and his people, and that God will lead them to the promised land. God does indeed achieve this promise after a very long and trying journey of 40 years. And Moses only gets to see a glimpse of this achievement of this promise at the very end of his life. But he does indeed know that God fulfilled his promise. Our faith and trust in God allows us to keep going, especially when things are tough, because we're right to trust in God's promises. But we also know God's timelines are not like our own. It can be helpful and reassuring to know that God keeps his promises and also that God achieves his promises in his own time and in his own way. We might be expecting God to fulfil our hopes in days or weeks or even perhaps years at the most, but God works away constantly, working away in the hearts and minds of people of free will and in the events of life, so it may take years, decades, or even longer, but God achieves what God sets out to do. Who am I to demand that God's plans all be fulfilled in my time, and with me as its witness? That is prideful. God's kingdom doesn't revolve around me. But we are all delighted participants in God's wonderful plan, we put our trust in God and our hope in Him and humbly walk in His paths and do our bit, offering our small contribution to a much bigger picture that God is painting. The other theme this weekend is readiness. Be ready. Stay alert. Be watchful. Be about the work that the Master has given you now. None of us knows the time or the hour. This can be understood in several ways. There's no time like the present to do God's work. As I mentioned, even a long life is too short to achieve everything that could be done to build up the kingdom of God. Also, the end times will come at a time that no one expects. But also, even if our lives turn out to be very long, and even if the end times are indeed a long way off, there's still good reason to be urgent in our work. A faithful disciple of Jesus should be alert, ready and busy because the Lord may want us to respond immediately to something God is doing in our lives. And if we're not ready, we may miss the opportunity, or we may be unprepared to respond, or unable to act in a way that helps to cooperate with what God is trying to do in our lives. God's grace and activity is constantly coming into our lives, and if we're not alert, if we're not ready, 
we will miss countless opportunities to participate in building up God's kingdom. God invites us to participate eagerly and swiftly and respond to God's many initiatives in our lives and in the lives of others and in the life of the community as well. There are so many ways God is at work in our daily life. We simply cannot afford to miss these opportunities that come our way because our attention might be distracted or because we're focusing on the wrong priorities. There's an unusual passage in this gospel. It says, If the master finds the servants at home doing their work, the master will put on an apron and get the servants to sit down and the master will wait on them. I rather like the idea of being a servant of God given how gracious our loving God and Master is. This image of the Master sitting down the workers and serving them is delightful. Jesus had said in John's Gospel, I come among you as one who serves. It's clear that if the Master finds his servants at work doing good, then their minds and hearts have become more like the Master's, and so they deserve to be treated more like a co-worker or a member of the family than merely just a servant. They now have the mind and values of the master. They're no longer acting like mere slaves who only do the work because they're forced to or only do what is right when being supervised. We are disciples who are active, alert and immersed happily in the work of the kingdom. We're shareholders in the kingdom. We're not merely hired day workers who are not necessarily committed to the big vision and the full project. And what a wonderful project it is. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. The Lord is good and will hear our every prayer. So with confidence, let us pray for our needs. For our Pope and bishops, that they will encourage us to look on the media and the internet as potential great channels for spreading the gospel message. Lord, hear us for the leaders of the world, that they may always be faithful to the promises they make to improve the quality of life for all people. Lord, hear us. For young people, that their faith may be supported and inspired by the good example of adults in their lives. Lord, hear us. For those who are seriously ill, and all who care for them, that the Lord will give them courage, strength, peace and healing. Lord, hear us. For all who have died, 
including those who have died recently, that they will be given the eternal rest of God's kingdom in heaven, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of love, your ways are not our ways, but we know you will always answer our prayers and hear our requests that we make through Christ our Lord. Amen. Be pleased, O Lord, to accept the offerings of your church, for in your mercy you have given them to be offered, and by your power you transform them into the mystery of our salvation. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. The bread that I will give, says the Lord, is my flesh for the life of the world. Let us pray. May the communion in your sacrament that we have consumed save us, O Lord and confirm in us the light of your truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone, and I gratefully acknowledge and give thanks to God for your prayers at this time of reflection upon our wonderful God. The Lord be with you. 
May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of Christian worship and reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. Texts are used for the purpose of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. The Roman Missal, Prayers and Chants, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy. The Bible, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. The Psalms, copyright 1963, The Grail, Collins Publisher. Prayers of the Faithful, Robert Borg's Together We Pray, 1993, E.J. Dwyer, Australia. Mass for St. Ralph Sherwin, Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, featuring the Gloria, copyright 2011, www.ccwatershed.org, forward slash Charbonnel. Faith, Hope and Love theme, 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13, original music, copyright 1996, Paul W. Kelly. For more details, please visit homilycatholic.blogspot.com.au. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. May God bless and keep you.